Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Section 81 of The Mysteries of London, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Matt Ferrard. The Mysteries of London, Volume 2, by George W. M. Reynolds. Section 81. The Prisoner in the Subterranean. It was on the same morning when Adeline came to London in the manner just described that Anthony Tidkins emerged from his dwelling hastened up the dark alley and entered the ground floor of the building he was not however alone mr banks who had been breakfasting with him followed close behind like the darky old fellow said the resurrection man when they were both in the back room while i raised the trap we must bring matters to an end somehow or another this morning i hope so returned banks it isn't very probable that the poor old weasel will have pluck an owl to hold out much longer why it must be near upon ten days that she's been here i dare say it is observed the resurrection man coolly but she'll never stir out till she gives us the information we want it would be worth a pretty penny to us the young girl was evidently dying to know about her parents that night she met the old woman and she can get money from her friends she said so well returned banks let us hope that the old woman has thought better on it by this time and will make a clean bosom of it it would be a great pity and a very useless crime if we was obliged to knock the sinful old weasel on the head after all her corpse would fetch nothing at the surgeon's don't be afraid said Tulkins. it won't come to that she was half inclined to tell everything last when i visited her as usual but come along and let's see how she is disposed this morning the resurrection man descended the stone staircase followed by banks who carried the light in a few moments they entered the vault where their prisoner was confined and that prisoner was the vile hag of golden lane a lamp burned feebly upon the table in the subterranean and the old woman was already up and dressed when the two men made their appearance she was sitting in a chair dolefully rocking herself to and fro and uttering low moans as she pondered upon her condition and the terms on which she might obtain her release when the resurrection man and banks entered the subterranean she turned a hasty glance towards them and then continued to rock and moan as before the two men seated themselves on the side of the bed 
well said the resurrection man have you made up your mind old woman because me and my friend banks are pretty tired of this delay and if the solitary system won't do why we must try what good can be effected by starvation alack i have always thought myself bad enough said the old hag but you are a very devil ah and you shall find this place hell too if you go on humbugging me much longer returned the resurrection man savagely you have only got yourself to thank for all this trouble that you're in if you had behaved in a straightforward manner all would have gone on right enough my friend banks here can tell you the same but you tried to get the upper hand of me throughout the business no no murmured the hag still rocking herself but i say yes yes answered the resurrection man in the first place you would tell me nothing about catherine wilmot's parentage you kept it all close to yourself i suspected you i even told you so i declared that if i caught you out in any of your tricks i would hang you up to your own bedpost as readily as i would wring the neck of your old cat and i will keep my word yet if you refuse to give me the information i require what will become of me what will become of me moaned the old hag alack alack you'll very soon find out answered tidkins but i just want to prove to you that i am right in all i am doing with regard to you in the first place you would speak to catherine alone that didn't look well you said i might be a witness at a distance or when the money was paid but i knew that to be all humbug however i let you have your way at the beginning if it was only to see how the young girl would receive you well friend banks drives us to hounslow we set off to the farm we meet catherine and another young lady and this miss munro throws cold water on the whole business still you won't speak before witnesses we go back to the inn at hounslow we concoct the note to kate and friend banks undertakes to deliver it as it seemed he knew something of her he managed to give it to her and you old woman go off to meet her at seven now did you think i was so precious green as not to take advantage of the opportunity not if i went after you i crept around behind the fences near where you and catherine met each other and i heard every word that passed between you alack alack moaned the old woman yes i heard everything continued the resurrection man enough to prove to me that the young girl would give half her fortune to learn the truth concerning her father and mother i also understood pretty well that there is the name of markham in the case and i was struck by the manner in which you urged her to purchase your secret when she informed you that richard markham the markham whom i know and hate had been made a great lord all you said in respect to the conditions on which your secret was to be sold didn't astonish me at all it only confirmed me in the conviction that you had intended throughout to gammon me you meant to make use of me as a tool to find out catherine's address and then to reserve for your own particular plucking the pigeon whose hiding-place i had detected the man who was with me this morning is a bad one said you he is avaricious and desires to turn my knowledge of this secret to a good account and so i did 
you old harridan and so i mean to do now he is a desperate man and i dare not offend him he went on to say egad you've found out that you spoke pretty truly he wants money and money he must have true again and money i will have too the girl tells you she is rich and anxious to purchase the secret and when she asks you how much will satisfy me you coolly tell her a hundred pounds a hundred devils and then in your gammoning snivelling way you demand of her the wherewith to make your few remaining days happy alas i am a poor old soul a poor old soul murmured the horrible crone shaking her head do with me what you will kill me at once and what the devil good would your carcass be to us exclaimed the resurrection man a workus coffin would be thrown away on it added mr banks so it would ned returned tidkin but i'll just finish what i have to say to the old woman and we'll then go to the point i was so disgusted and in such an infernal rage when i heard you going on in such a rascally manner selling me and taking care of yourself that i determined at one time to come down from behind the palings and force you to tell catherine wilmot on the spot all you knew about her parents and then trust to her generosity and as the night had turned dark i had moved away from the spot and was coming towards you along the path when you heard the rustling of my cloak at that instant another idea struck me i resolved to bring you here and get the secret out of you i therefore crept softly back behind the fence then you went on with a deal more nonsense all of which i heard as well as the rest i was now determined to punish you so i got back to the inn before you arranged it all with banks and we had you up to london and safely lodged here in this pleasant little place that very night now tell me the truth old woman don't you deserve it all 